as we're still talking about salary package negotiations, there are a couple of things I'd like to remind you of. Salary negotiations, proper, should only start when you've got an offer on the table. And when you start those negotiations, you should be clear what you want and at what point you want to walk away because the package just isn't good enough. And when you're negotiating your salary package, it's not always about the money. In today's episode, we're going to look at the power shift in salary negotiations, the signs you should be looking out for to let you know when the power in the process is starting to shift, in particular when it's starting to go against you. This is Patricia McGuire welcoming you to the Career Ace podcast, where myself and my contacts offer you tips and advice on your career, whatever stage you're at. Welcome to episode 58 of the Career Ace podcast, and thanks once again for coming along to listen. I've got to apologise first off for the voice. I'm just coming out of a cold, and it's really not at its best. Anyway, today I'm going to talk about the power shift in the salary negotiation process. But I thought I'd start with talking about where the power comes from. The decision to employ you is more often than not an emotional response. An emotional response of the type we all have when we really want something. You're going to recognise it in situations you've found yourself in. Think about something you've bought which you've probably paid a little too much for or more than you would comfortably afford. What was going through your head? You wanted that product and were prepared not to pay absolutely anything to get it, but you were motivated by your desire for the product to push the limits of your budget. Recruitment is often no different, and it works like that on both sides. By the final interview, or the offer stage, they're emotionally invested in you and you in them. At the beginning of the negotiation process, you might be surprised how much power you have. The company really wants you, and they're possibly prepared to go over the budget or offer non-monetary benefits in order to get you. But remember, there's a point in all negotiations where they've reached maturity, where the power dynamic switches and you start to lose power very quickly. If you imagine a bell curve, you'll know exactly what I mean. Your negotiation power rises to the peak of the curve and then drops away. You need to try and recognise this so you don't undo all your good work. When I was researching for this project, I read a case where someone had received an offer and tried to negotiate with the company for a lot of extra bits and pieces. Not money, interestingly. Just reading the case study, I could spot the warning signs, which I'm going to go on and talk about. The end result was that the candidates saw the job re-advertised. Then they called the company and discovered, in that way, that the offer had been rescinded. It's a completely dreadful way to be treated and and don't panic because this was really an extreme case and it's never happened to me in all my years of recruiting. But that's possibly because my candidates were able to call on the benefit of my experience if they needed it. To make things simple, let's look at this power shift in two parts. In the first part, we'll look at the situation where you're having a face-to-face negotiation and the second is a situation where you're not face-to-face, negotiating back and forth using the phone or emails, etc. What signs should you be looking out for? In a face-to-face meeting, you have verbal and non-verbal clues to rely on. 
Let's start by looking at the verbal clues. What are they saying to you? Look out for the word but. It's a really powerful word in negotiations. Imagine you're negotiating a compensation package that you think you're totally justified in asking for and then they say something to you like, I totally understand where you're coming from, but... This is a clear indication of the potential for a power shift. Perhaps you've not demonstrated sufficiently the value you offer the company. Perhaps they're reaching the end of their budget or their patience even. Either way, they're not appreciating or understanding what you're saying. Time to change tack slightly. Explore why they don't understand you and make an informed decision whether you should continue to push or pull back. Do they start talking about what they perceive to be the negative elements of your candidature? What do I mean by this? Well, up to this point, they've been trying to sell you the job, telling you how much you'd enjoy it, how good the team is, how good your career could be if you worked with them. And then they start talking about your lack of qualifications, for example, your age, blah, 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 and continue to look at the negatives. It's quite possible that you've reached the peak of the bell curve of power at this point. What's their tone like? Does the tone of the conversation change? It can change from cheerful and upbeat to a more stern and earnest tone. I think we can all recognise this. If you can't, maybe go back to a situation where as a child you were misbehaving at school, think of the teacher's tone of voice, or a situation in which you've upset your parents in some way. How does their tone change from the loving parent to the I'm going to tell you off because I'm upset tone? A tone change is a clear warning sign that you are approaching or have passed the peak of your power. Clearly, if the tone becomes one of take it or leave it, you've definitely reached the limits of your power in the discussions. So what about non-verbal indicators? Mirroring behaviour. Have you ever noticed when things are going well in a conversation between two people that often they mirror each other's posture or gestures? So, for example, if one is leaning forward, so does the other. That's a very positive sign. However, if this mirroring behaviour or mimicry stops, that's a sign that you and the negotiator may not be seeing eye to eye anymore. Watch out for micro-expressions. They are, as you would expect, quite hard to spot. So you have to be paying attention to the very small changes in the other person's body language that don't quite stay on message. Signs that they might be uncomfortable in the conversation you're having. There is an old expression, smiling through gritted teeth. And this expresses what we're looking for. A blush or tension in the smile, a nervous tick, a fleeting frown, all may indicate that the person you're negotiating with is no longer comfortable in the discussions. Does the person you're negotiating with maintain eye contact with you? As long as that's happening, then things are progressing nicely, but... If that stops, alarm bells should be ringing with you. Is there too much fidgeting going on with the other person? Are they tapping the desk? Are they crossing and uncrossing their legs, chewing a pen, tugging at their clothes? None of these are signs of a person positively engaged in the discussions. Why is that? You need to do something to regain their attention and find out where you are in the negotiation process. Does your negotiator turn up on time for the meeting? If not, did they ask someone to come in and make apologies for them? To me, that's a very poor sign anyway, a lack of respect. But if they haven't asked someone to come in and apologise, or they don't have a credible excuse, that's a bad sign. 
I would definitely advise doing negotiations in person, face-to-face. It's so much easier to read the whole situation and not make a massive blunder. So try, if possible, to arrange an actual meeting at this stage rather than go back and forth with emails and phone calls. It's much more time-consuming that way, and in the case of emails, much more open to misunderstandings. However, sometimes you just don't have the opportunity to do this in person. So what are the danger signals in this instance? Well, if you're still talking to one another by phone, many of the verbal clues that we talked about earlier still apply. But the one thing that is a sure factor is a slowdown in communication. Not being able to get hold of them by phone, not getting your emails answered quickly. You will know in your communications with the company how long it's taken them to get back to you for interviews or to answer your questions, etc. If this pattern slows down, don't hesitate to get in touch with the company, in particular the person you've been dealing with. Arrange a face-to-face meeting as soon as possible and get things sorted out once and for all because any further toing and froing at this stage could be fatal to your job offer. So anyway, that concludes the podcast for today. Next time I'm going to talk about things that might be preventing a successful negotiation. What could you be doing that's standing in the way of your success? Thanks very much for listening. It's really appreciated. And if you want more information... Perhaps you want to download the cheat sheets I put on the website or send me a question, head to thecareerace.com where you'll find free resources and contact information. And remember, if there's a topic you want me to cover on the podcast, all you have to do is send me a message and, as I said, you'll find the contacts on the website. Last but definitely not least, thanks very much to Purple Select Consultants for supporting me in the production of this podcast. I'm looking forward to getting your questions as always. Talk to you soon. To download more episodes of The Career Ace, please go to our website, that's thecareerace.com, or subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. If you think the podcast has given you some useful guidance and information, then it would be really kind of you to leave us a review. It will help us to move up the rankings and, of course, help other people to find us. If you'd like individual consultations with me, to take part in webinars, receive our newsletter, or obtain information about our publications, then go to the Career Ace website and subscribe to our mailing list. You can find everything you need at thecareerace.com. Accelerating your career.